get sales lessons from experts and entrepreneurs. Go out there and be the spokesperson and the representative for the brand. On how you can bring your A game in selling. Making sales requires putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. To start and scale your business. We need to negotiate for what we deserve. This is Ace the Sales podcast and here's your host Roshni Burronia. Hello hello has the new year hustle and frenzy ebbed down for you or are you still reeling in the freshness of 2023 well i surely am still holding on to the new energy new excitement and new beginnings and so should you cuz your vibe and energy guides a lot of what happens in your life and business in fact that is what we are going to talk about in today's episode it is going to be something very unique something i have never talked about on this show and that is law of attraction and i have just the expert for it it is neeta sundar raju who is a manifestation coach and law of attraction expert she is here to share with you how you can have more abundance and revenues in your business close more deals and get more clients by tuning into law of attraction But before I bring her on please take a moment to follow Ace the Sales on your podcast listening app because when you do that it helps us take this podcast and these valuable conversations to many more entrepreneurs just like yourself so do some good karma as you listen to this fantastic conversation and now let's bring Neeta on to the mic Hello Nita what a delight to have you on Ace the Sales podcast welcome and how are you feeling awesome roshni first of all thank you for inviting me this is uh, an absolute honor i should say that this is my first ever podcast i'm recording oh it's a joy to have you here and uh, just to let the listeners know what you do because you wear so many hats in spite and other than being a law of attraction coach so please tell us about all the things you do many things you do so yes enlighten us yeah so apart from being a law of attraction coach i'm a mom of three a boy a girl and a dog yeah and I also am very active in my community which is my neighborhood so I am actively a part of the ALM here which is the advanced locality management I have before you know started reading clubs started an activity center and a library in our society I have also started I was one of the team that started the the street festival that happens in our neighborhood annually so these are things that I really enjoy being part of a community and Now bringing a community together that is something that I really do enjoy. Oh wow and talk about people struggling with doing so many things and here you are <laughs> managing so many communities not one and taking on so many activities power packed activities. <laughs> Interesting. So of course Neeta we will talk a lot about uh, law of attraction how it relates to running managing and growing a business but uh, before we go there i just wanted to know the other side of uh, neeta would you like to share something which people usually don't know something quirky about you which people don't know i love reading and i love watching net series on and netflix is my favorite place to be so oh. yes i love- 
yes <laughs> someone like you we we think oh she should always be in the meditation <laughs> zone <laughs> and here so, you are binging on netflix so here's a secret i don't like meditation at all <laughs> i okay, just now we need to peel the layers it. on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so meditation is something i i actively don't do i just don't Binging on Netflix is not the quirk as much as this is <laughs> that you don't do meditate or you don't like meditation. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> one silly habit of yours which drives people around you crazy. So I'm sure that my family would be able to answer this question better than me. But you know, yes, there is this one thing that you know when I'm either reading or watching Netflix, I forget about everything else. I just forget mm. about all the work that I have to do. and i think that does i kind of get so lost in it mm. that i don't even hear people calling out to me so yeah so you get in the zone of like reading yes. do not disturb yes. <laughs> sign yes. out <Yes>. hanging <laughs> do it not really, disturb it really bothers my family <laughs> wow and um, one last question describe yourself in three words introvert listener wise even if i say it myself Oh my god this is good i mean if i come across so few people who can say that to themselves yes we are wise because we often are into this space of i don't know enough or i know it all but to be in the zone of yes i'm wise i know things uh, the way they should be it's it's a huge acknowledgement and appreciation for self which is very very good thanks for sharing that <laughs> Okay now let's get into the entire conversation about law of attraction it's so so intriguing and interesting for everyone out there so tell us neeta let's begin with uh, how do you see law of attraction working for a business and why should it be something of interest to a business owner a business owner is a human being first and the law of attraction needs to be of interest to everyone anything that you want to do you know if we strengthen the roots of anything first the stem is going to grow strong and i believe that the law of attraction is at the root of everything everything the way things function in our universe begins with the law of attraction now if we know how that works we're able to flow with it rather than you know struggle against the current so if we want life to be easy if we want business to be easy if we want sales to be easy I think it's great that understand how things work, and it would be great if we all understand it and then go with the flow. It's interesting that you used the word ease, and let me jump to the question which I already had in mind to ask you. Our over culture has driven us to believe that uh, working hard. is the way to succeed in your business or whatever you do and then the notion of work smart came uh, along which was more inclined towards productivity and now you are talking about working with ease doing business with ease doing sales with ease what is this being easy with your job means how does one tap into doing things with ease so uh, you know this is such an interesting question Yes, we have all been taught that working hard is the way to be. You've got to work hard to get where you want to be. Yes, and then it did move to work smart, but still there was that work that needed to be put in all the time. So obvious that we are going to have to put in work, but do we want to struggle through the work? Do we want to effort when we are working? 
or do we want it to be easy? How many of us can honestly say that I'm okay with the struggle? How many of us can say that, you know, Hi, it's okay working hard. I know I have to work hard and I like it. None of us can say that we actually like working hard. I have to do it and I do do it. But don't we all, don't we all feel that if it came easily, it would be nicer. Hmm. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. No, definitely you know, it, it would be nice and uh, it would feel nice also. But somehow... Let's imagine, let's say that if one has to climb a mountain, now we cannot just feel uh, that it will be easy to climb a mountain. No, it will be very chilly out there. You have to like carry the hiking gear and uh, like the chill wind will tear down your skin and all of that. It won't be easy. You know, it won't be easy. Then how do you get into this zone of being easy with your work? The first time when you do something, it's never easy anyway, right? When we practice something, it does become easier for us. Mm. You know, how do you become an expert at something? You become an expert because you've practiced it enough. So in the same way, that goes for our beliefs and our thoughts also. When we think that something is difficult, the universe gives us evidence that it's going to be difficult. But when we think that something can be easy, the universe gives us evidence for that too. Because ultimately, the law of attraction is at work everywhere. And the law of attraction says, whatever you think, I will give you evidence for. The moment we start thinking of something as easy, the ease flows in. It's not like I can say it's easy and not believe it. And still it will flow to me. There is somewhere I have to put in the work to shift my belief. Hmm. And then it, it comes through. So okay. our beliefs, our thoughts and our beliefs do play a big role over here. Exactly. Okay. Now I like what I hear you saying is that the way you think about an action, you are able to feel the similar kind of emotion. You start to believe that whether this thing is easy or not, and your belief guides you into like why you are doing the act then you feel the ease or you do not feel the ease because it is being triggered by your thoughts and beliefs that you already hold in your mind. So it's more of a mental act rather than a very hands-on activity. It's all in your mind kind of a thing, Absolutely. right? It's okay. all in awesome. your mind is absolutely the way to put it because if you notice, you know, because you gave the example of mountain climbing. Yeah. If you look at two different individuals, one who believes that it's a tough job and I really don't know if I'll be able to even reach there. And then there's one who's confident. Both will do the same thing. Both will take the same action, you know, climbing up the mountain. But who gets more satisfaction out of it? Who gets the better result out of it? Okay? That is what we want to see. So it's, it's not the action that gets them there. It's the intention that they had behind it, the focus that they had on ease or on difficulty. The action was the same for both. And yet they, can, they will have different results. Mm. And okay. I like the and like the way you you are putting it that that sense of achievement and exhilaration amplifies uh, if you do it or start it with the right intention. And I I will pick on these keywords that you are saying, which is now the intention. So talk to us a little bit about intention setting before doing a very important business activity or even starting your day. Talk to us a little bit about intention setting because I think that is a very key aspect of the entire conversation around law of attraction, if I understand. 
So there's two aspects to intention setting. One, it's like placing an order to the universe. I want this. You know, you're actually saying it out loud. You don't really need to say it out loud to the universe, but the universe understands even before you say it out loud. But then for your satisfaction, you're saying it out loud and placing an order with the universe. Okay. And so now the universe knows to give it to you. The second aspect of it is when you set an intention, you are clear about what you want. So when it is delivered by the universe to you, you are able to see it. There are times when, because we are not clear about what we want, even though the universe is sending things our way, we don't even experience them, we don't even see them coming. You know, you just miss out on that experience of having something that you want, even though the universe has delivered it to you. So the reason why we need to set, the reason why it helps that you set intentions is, one, that you place the order so that the universe can deliver, and two, so that you are clear about what you want and you can see it when it comes. You can experience it when it comes. Mm. So intention setting really, really works. Now, there's one thing I'd like to say about intention setting. We all set intentions. We all have goals about what we want to achieve. But we never set goals about how we want to feel at the end of it. And that is very important and a key to intention setting. We miss out on this very important step. Uh, when I set an intention that I want to finish this task by the end of three months, you know, I want to achieve this by the end of three months, I will work towards it and I will get there. But if I set an intention about how I want to feel also at the end of it, what happens is that I'm aware of the satisfaction I'm receiving. And that is key to everything. If, if you finish the task and you're not satisfied, is that worth it to you? It's not, Absolutely. right? So you want to finish a task and you want to achieve something in a way that it gives you the satisfaction that you want. All of the stuff that we do, we do so that it gives us a certain amount of satisfaction, a certain amount of joy, a certain amount of happiness. So our emotions really matter. And when we set intentions, if we include our emotions in the intentions, it changes the game completely. Hey there, hope you've been loving the episode so far. Just wanted to take a moment to invite you to Ace the Sales Club, which is a tribe of women small business owners who dream, dare and do amazing stuff. If that's you, which I'm sure you are, just sign up for it from the link given in show notes as every month we share with you tools and resources that can save you time, save you money or help you make more money as a solopreneur. So sign up for the club from the link given in show notes. And now back to the episode. This is so important. And uh, I think it links back to the very first point that you made. It's about how you feel while doing the act. So if you want to feel ease, think about that you want to make this act very easy and not a struggle. So it always boils down to how you feel about it. And then you talked about goal setting, what you want to achieve. Now we are recording this interview at the New Year's time in the first week of Jan. Uh, I don't know when people will be hearing this, but yes, that's the time and that's the energy uh, around here that yes, new beginnings, new year, new resolutions and new business goals. To So talk to us a little bit about how can this entire conversation of law of attraction help people make better use of this time they have, this new year, this opportunity of setting goals for the year ahead? 
So goal setting is actually a great thing to do because, you know, it's like intention setting, what we discussed earlier. When you set a goal, you know exactly what you want. You're also telling the universe exactly what you want. And so it can be delivered and it can be experienced by you. So I think goal setting is a very good thing to do. The only thing I would add here is that instead of just doing it on the 1st of Jan, why not do it throughout? Why not set goals every day? Why not start the day with setting goals for the day, for the hour? You know, I feel that if you're in the day, uh, while doing every task, if you set an intention, if you set a goal, I want to achieve this much and I want to feel this. Hmm, just two things. I want to achieve this. I want to feel this way. Yes. Very simple. Yes. In, it's very, very simple. And it helps you to get there easily. So when we set goals, of course, when we set goals in the beginning of the year, the goals are big for the year. Uh, but you can always break them down to for the quarter, for the month, for the week, for the day, even for the hour. Mm-hmm. So the more we do that, the easier things become. You know, it doesn't feel like you're overwhelming yourself with the big goals. Generally, big goals tend to overwhelm us. But if you break them down into small segments of the day even, and then you set intention for every segment, I think it really it really makes things smooth, easy, and free flow. Wow, I find so much of a resonance here because uh, so I come from strategy background and when I teach people and work with my clients on goal setting for their years, sales goals specifically. So we always set the big audacious three-year goal, then one-year goal, breaking it out to quarter, then month, then weekly. And I love the way that you have say you are saying the same thing in the energy perspective also in the law of attraction perspective also that break it down into smaller goals smaller goals everyday success small wins celebration of that so that is what keeps you gain keeps you motivated and make you feel good about what you are doing right so that's what you are saying that what you want to achieve and how you feel about it so those are two key elements one more element and aspect i want to talk to you about is of course we are doing the work and we are setting the intention but uh, the truth is, sometime or the other, we do feel and face setbacks and failures. So what's your take on that? How does one get, get back into the state of positivity from a setback or a failure or a rejection in sales? Because in sales, rejections and uh, setbacks happen a lot. So how does one get back from there? According to me, all setbacks are gift in dirty wrapping paper. Yes. Uh, so if we can see that, uh, you know, that every dirty wrapping paper has a gift inside, if we are very clear about that from the beginning, then, you know, none, none of that seems like, you know, it's a setback or a failure. It mm. just seems like, okay, you know, I'm being led to the next thing which I really want. So if we can keep that in mind at all times, that there is nothing like a setback, there is nothing like a failure. It's just a gift in dirty wrapping paper. If we can keep that clear in our mind, I think it makes it easy to move on from that. That's a very interesting aspect you have and a perspective you have given that even if it is a failure or a setback, it has in store, which is something good for you. It's like rejection is a redirection kind of a thing. So, yes. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So, of course, it's easier said than done because 
getting into that state of okay fine i have not got this i have not a close deal with this client or i was so very much working hard to get this brand or a client on board and it didn't happen but take time to just um, be with that emotion of failure also and then at least start seeing that something good is coming out of it absolutely another one big uh, thing i wanted to ask uh, from you was that uh, are there any like tools uh, with respect to this law of attraction which you can recommend for small business owners who are looking for recognition and revenues in her business one of the most important things that we need to understand when you're learning about the law of attraction is that everything is energy okay so whether it's money whether it's any situation whether it's people whether it's us whether it's them whether it's anything that you see around you it's all energy everything is based in energy and so i'm sure everyone understands you know the vibes that we get from people why do we understand vibes vibes means vibration right it's short for vibration that's vibrating energy really i don't like the vibes i get from this person means that i don't like the way the person is thinking being and uh, we can sense that because we understand energy innately it is very very innate to us so one thing is since everything is energy so is money okay money is also energy now as long as we understand that money is energy and the income of it natural to us because we are energy too you know it's mm. natural to have money it's unnatural to feel the lack of money because it's unnatural to have lack of energy we are made of energy we cannot have lack of energy so money is also part of that equation and it's natural for you to have an abundance of money now once you understand that your actions are driven from this and believe me this is something that i have understood i have understood it as a concept for a while but i'm understanding this experientially only very recently and i realized that it's not difficult to make money it's not you know it's all our beliefs about things that we have now as soon as we start examining our beliefs about money about sales about business when we examine those we realize that we are holding beliefs that are limiting us from receiving what the universe is constantly providing because i started with it's natural to have an abundance of things why is it natural because the universe is constantly sending things your way the the universe is sending you an ocean but if you are standing there with a spoon you are only going to receive a spoonful okay so exactly exactly yeah. and you know what makes us stand there with a spoon is our belief how can you have how can money come easily we've been brought up thinking that money is difficult to earn so we have these limiting beliefs about money you know that money doesn't grow on trees it's not easy to earn money people who make a lot of money are doing it because they are dishonest that you know people are willing to spend on luxuries like going to an expensive restaurant but they will not pay for the necessities that are required for business so you know these are limiting beliefs that come in the way of us being able to provide our customers with what we want and earn the money in return so all the people listening to this podcast there's an ocean of clients out there for you your sales pipeline can be full with so many clients so just go out there and think that one client if says no there is a next one waiting that's 
the thing I always say to my clients as well. So yeah, awesome. Thanks for sharing that, uh, Nita. And uh, can you share a message to all the listeners out there, especially women entrepreneurs? How can they fall in love with selling? Because uh, because I know, like you shared, that if you fall in love with the kind of work you are doing, what you want to achieve, how you want to feel about it, how can you like? fall in love with selling also that feeling of love and embracing sales as an activity of the business. So you know what the most important thing over here I think is to start thinking about it differently which means when selling feels like effort it feels like a struggle don't think of it as selling. Think Mm -hmm. of it as you contributing to the life of somebody else with your product or service that you're giving. The product or service that you're providing is going to make their life easy. Now, when you're convinced about that, you're not selling. You know, mm. you're not. You don't need to put in an effort to sell. You're so passionate about it that people are convinced easily. Oh, thanks for saying that, and thanks for like reinforcing that because that's the thing that I keep saying that sales is easy. It's just about how you are creating value and how you are helping your client. Just think about that. Money is just the exchange and not the struggle or not the objective that you are going after. It's a natural outcome. So thanks for reinforcing that. It was lovely having this conversation with you, Nita. And thanks for sharing so many nuggets of wisdom around how to make business, how to make sales so easy and feel easy, actually. Thank you so much for being here. that's a wrap thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you found any value in today's episode then remember to recommend ace the sales podcast to at least one of your business buddies you never know what insight they will get that can help them in their business so do some good karma today finally a loud shout out and thank you to the production team of done for you podcast who helped me in bringing this show to you If you too are looking to start your podcast for the business, get in touch with DFIP from the link given in show notes. Join me in the next episode for yet another conversation that can help you fall in love with selling. Till then, take very good care of yourself. This is your host, Roshni Baronia, signing off.